Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast, brought to you by our sponsors, Charlie the Bacon Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, and Fredo's Culinary Kitchen. I am Rick Camp, alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski and Jay. It's been another really busy week for the two of us and in March Fatness, because later today, voting for the next thing in to go into the onion ring of honor will commence and both contestants are worthy yes i'm almost tempted to just say you know what you're both in you both did a great job it's a participation trophy for you both but no no (laughs) it's gonna be burritos or air fryers and friend Mm -hmm. i have experience with both (laughs) <laughs> oh yes, we both do. And it's funny, burritos have been the staple. They're the blue blood. They've been around for a long time and air fryers have really made a meteoric rise in the last few years. Yeah, I think people are starting to get them. People are starting to buy them. And much like I said about the Wendy's hot honey chicken sandwich, early entry this year, but in a year or two, that's going to be a strong competitor as people start to try it. And that's the thing. Air fryers are now becoming a bit of a standard in kitchens throughout the country. And people mm-hmm. are learning the greatness, and uh, we'll get to it. But I got one this week. I've had like the, um, like the toaster oven air fryer. Okay, it's not the same. Oh. We have al- we bought it on Friday, and okay. I have already made several spectacular dishes in my air fryer that we'll get to later in the show. But let's recap March fatness. But first, mm-hmm. got to tell you about how to follow us and find us. You found a podcast. Thank you for doing that. Maybe you're watching on YouTube. YouTube.com slash I'm fat podcast. If you are subscribe to the podcast, wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple podcasts, Amazon pocket cast stitcher. If we're, if it's a podcast app, we are on it. And if we're not, let us know. I'm fat pot at gmail.com. You can leave us a message on the fat phone. 708-858-3314. Follow us on social TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at I'm fat pod. And we've got our T Public Shop as always. Get some cool I'm Fat Pod merch at our T Public Shop. Check the links in our social media bios for all that information. Mm-hmm. Are we going to have to update the uh, the shirt for the T Public Shop next week? We have to slap a burrito or an air fryer on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like because okay, at least it's if it, it's easier. If it, it's probably easier thinking of like the what the picture is with the air fryer because then we could just have. Andy Reid sitting mm-hmm. as he's wont to do while eating a piece of pizza with some either some bacon on it or bacon in the other hand mm-hmm. with the air conditioner, you know, like blowing at him mm-hmm. and then waiting for something else to be made in the air fryer. I'm trying to pull up the uh, old design. Uh, here we go. I got it right here from our T public shop and, and Michael will put this on the YouTube page. So the mm-hmm. current design is. Andy Reid with, instead of the Chiefs uh, Arrowhead logo, it's a piece of pizza that says fat on the hat. It's great. He's holding an open box of pepperoni pizza while holding bacon in the other hand with one foot up on an air conditioner. So, yeah, I think we could just have him maybe sitting on an air conditioner with his feet up on the uh, air fryer or vice versa. 
So many options. Interesting. We'll have They're to really see what our, our designer, Mark Fishman um, from Unshaven Comics, comes up with because he's always good for new designs, and the Onion Ring of Honor will be needs a new one. Yes. All right, so why don't we do this? Since we went through the entire field of 64 last week, mm-hmm. why don't we recap the Elite Eight and the Flabby Four, and okay. then we'll break down what we think is going to happen at the championship game today, voting at 11 a.m. on the Twitter account at I'm Fat Pod. Okay, so in the famous Fats region, in the Elite Eight, Bartolo Colon defeated Jack Black with 54% of the vote. That's a... Man, I think Jack Black's got potential to to one year win this thing. Mm Mm-hmm. It's very possible. In the Fat Cessaries region, as I'm usually pretty good about turning off my phone, definitely didn't that time. It's okay. So, whatever. It's early in the morning. Yeah, it really is. All right. In the Fat Cessaries region... The four-seed elastic belts fell to the three-seed air fryer. Air fryer, a dominant victory, 70.5% of the vote. Wow. So on that side of the bracket, that gave us a flabby four matchup <laughs> of Bartolo Colon against air fryers, and this was a tight one. Air fryers, 52% of the vote to move into the title game. Wow. And on the other side of the bracket, in the Fat Hacks region, the four-seed aisle seat on a plane defeated the five-seed using sex as an excuse for exercise, (laughs) or sex counting as exercise, with 55.2% of the vote. And that took on the burrito, which had a tight matchup against Italian beef. I thought beef was going to run away with this because it was kicking some ass early on. It was. Well, it got a little bit of an extra push by, uh, there there was some, uh, some, twitter marketing going on to get the i think it was i think it was literally getting on like the italian sports hall of fame like on board (laughs) so (laughs) jerry colangelo and company were uh were bumping the numbers a little bit pretty much okay so so burrito won with 51.4 percent of the vote we got a lot of angry folks in the uh comments too like burritos are overrated uh namely james neveau my my former madhouse podcast partner Hmm. um somebody had the nerve and rick you know this is wrong someone said Hmm. you get the same amount of meat in a burrito as you do in a taco no, you don't. No. Absolutely no. not. Either you no. go to the best taco joint in the world or the worst burrito joint in the world. <laughs> yes, it's, exactly. It's one or the other because there's no way you can open a burrito and say that's the same amount of meat as in this taco. Yeah, there's no chance. No, absolutely like, not. God, maybe half. And like, I know like people prefer tacos to burritos because you can order multiple and like change up the meat. But for sure. me, there's nothing better than a steak Or for burrito. tortilla. Or for tortilla sure. style. Yeah. yeah, For sure. Like, but I, I get it, but burritos are pretty good. Yeah. And they just, they kind of like represent fatness in a way. They do. You know, like it's just a big thing. It's round. It's plump. It's, you could it's, imagine someone eating it while driving, even though it's not preferable. Yeah. But they do it. I also want to say. And by I'm, they, I mean me. And me. I also want to say I'm very glad sex is exercise is not going to win this because I don't know how to put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> i really don't i'm just saying i'm like a guy I've like got thoughts, a thumbs but up are, or like yeah you know i yeah we're like you only see the top half of them or something and I, yeah yeah i don't know and whatever i'm oh, sure mark oh. and shaven comics could come up with something but i don't know if right. i want to sell it <laughs> yeah andy reed eating a piece of pizza while never mind maybe he's um, wearing a fitbit 
that says like congrats on the sex or something. <laughs> this many pumps right <laughs> last hour. And then they'll throw a flag on them. Yeah, right, exactly. Oh god. Okay, and then in <laughs> in the flabby four matchup, Burrito defeated Isle Seat on a plane with 62.7% of the vote. So we've got a one seed and a three seed meeting in the final. And this is going to be such a good match. Because like we said, the burrito is the blue blood in this. And the air fryer has really come on strong the last few years. I mean, I know I still have the same crappy one that we had when they were still pretty new. The little egg shape one that can fit. Oh, you know, about, you know, let's just approximate 20 to 25 pizza rolls in there pretty comfortably and and make those in a reasonable amount of time. Not that I have a ton of experience with that or anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I got mine as a six quart. That's the size I got. Okay. So it, I think about 25 pizza rolls comfortably. And we made, I think we made, well, we'll get to it. But I, I think I was able to handle 20 chicken wings at a time. Oh, wow. Okay. So, you, so mine are piled on top of each other. So oh, yeah. That's how I get to oh, Okay. These are all like a single layer. <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah. No, a single layer would be like. 10 okay maybe i think you can do that with pizza rolls oh yeah i think with with, uh, wings you need them to have their own spot anyway okay let's get to it um so i'm going to predict an upset i think that air fryers are going to win just i kind of think so too yeah because of the burrito hate we saw over the last Mm -hmm. week and look duke got hate (laughs) you know right into the final four you you hate you, you hate what you ain't um people hate the yankees people hate Etc. You know, um, but I do think this could be the year for air fryers to get into the onion ring of honor. And quite fr- frankly, it's deserved. It's deserved. Yeah. It's a great product. Yeah. As I look at how this bracket played out, some of it was surprising, but I don't think anything that made it to the flabby four was undeserving. Right. I would say may- the closest thing would be Bartolo Colon because of the controversy that showed up of him running on a treadmill. He'll stop. He'll fall yeah. off. I, I we can only hope. These these fats always do. They have their little health <laughs> phase, and then they're like, you know what? I'm happy with who I was, mm-hmm. and they go back to their original form. Yep. You know. By the way, uh, I saw Craig Robinson on a on a commercial yesterday during Russell yeah. WrestleMania, as Vince McMahon calls it, okay. um, off the wagon or back on the wagon, however you want to call it. Craig Craig has put on some lbs. Okay. So Good. whatever Bartolo has lost, he donated to Craig. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> He's like, here you go. He's like, put it in a box and mailed it to him. It might That's be those perfect. Pizza Hut ads. It's like, yeah, I'm going to need another take. I think I misspoke on that one. All right. Mm-hmm. Get another pizza in here. Mm-hmm. It's a shame. Oh, yeah. Because here at Domino. Oh, oh no, no. I messed it mm-hmm. up. Bring another slice in for just me. Gonna have to. Yep. <laughs> Here, let me finish this first one so you don't have to throw it out. I mean, that's just wasteful. Yeah, we don't want to waste anything. Um, wow. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that leads us nicely now. So, remember, voting mm-hmm. starts at eleven yep. uh, today on the Twitter account at I'm Fat Pod. Mm-hmm. We're gonna run that for what? Twenty four hours? Should we do forty eight hours since it's a championship. What do you think, Rick? Let's, let's have a forty. Yeah, let's go forty eight hours. All right. So you've got some time to get those votes in. We want to make sure everyone has the opportunity to vote. Mm-hmm. We'll make sure to remind you several times throughout the day. So follow Rick on Twitter at Rick C Camp. I am at Jay Zawaski on Twitter. We'll be retweeting those as we go. All right. So I gotta say thank you to the I'm Fat Podcast listeners too because their enthusiasms for air fryers, mm-hmm. I believe, is what turned my wife 
into yeah. willing to buy one. Okay. Why, because, now, why was she anti? Well, she doesn't want another appliance in the kitchen, which yeah. I understand. Like, you just don't yes. want a, a big counter full of appliances. Right. This is in the 50s. We already had, yeah, we already had the uh, Cuisinart air fryer slash toaster oven, which was mm-hmm. adequate, but not quite as dependable as a typical air fryer. Same. So I think seeing air fryers run through the I'm fat March madness. And then our buddy Josh was telling her like, you got to get one because he makes all this great stuff. Mm-hmm. So we were at target Friday and she's like, we should get one. I'm like, yes. And I would not leave. <laughs> I'm like, we're getting it. We're getting one today. Getting yep. So we got the Ninja. No, I'm sorry. We did not get the Ninja. We got the instant pot six quart, uh, air fryer. So it's got like the big bucket. You pull it out and then okay. all these buttons and stuff. So here's what we made. First thing I did was actually first thing I did was I cleaned it. So what I learned is you could put water and dish soap in it and then run okay. it for like three minutes mm-hmm. and it cleans it perfectly. Oh yeah. So there, and, and if there's any remnant, you just wipe it out with a, with a wet paper towel um, or a dry paper towel. Cause it's like the nonstick coating. Okay. So after we cleaned it, I made pizza rolls that were nice. absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. Last night for WrestleMania, we went to Burkhart's in Mokina because they've always, if you're in the South, like West Burbs at all, that Burkhart's in Mokina has awesome deals on meat. Okay. We got like five pounds of wings for like $9. Wow. Yeah. So I just was like, I had to, I had to do it in three different shifts of wings to make. Um, Micah came over, Micah, our video mm-hmm. producer came over to watch WrestleMania. And so it was, let me see if I can remember this. 360 for 12 minutes. Okay. Flip them. Mm-hmm. Another 12 minutes at 360, then eight minutes at 390. And they were restaurant quality perfect. Wow. So all I did was before I put them in, I brushed them with uh, vegetable oil or grapeseed oil, whatever oil you have laying around, mm-hmm. not motor oil. Don't do that. <laughs> Salt and pepper. That's it. Okay. Oh, wow. So then when they're done, put them in like a, a mixing bowl, like a baking bowl, mm-hmm. dump the Cholula Caliente wing sauce on there. Stirred them up yeah. with the tongs, gave them a nice flip. I'm telling you, Rick, if these were in a like a, a, a loom, like a foil pan, people would think mm-hmm. they're from a proper wing joint. They were okay. absolutely perfect. Perfect. So made three shifts of that. Uh, then this morning, I came downstairs in hopes like breakfast is for you under that plate. So she, to keep my food hot, sometimes she'll put a plate on top Another of plate. the She made air fryer donuts. Oh, with biscuit dough, like she got the the oh. Pillsbury biscuit dough, made that, yeah. and then just like rolled it in cinnamon and sugar. So it was like kind of flaky too. Oh, it was awesome! Oh. It was so freaking good. Again, like all the stuff we're making from this thing, it mm-hmm. is top notch. And um, this big trend on TikTok are these chicken thighs that people make in the air fryer. Okay. So we also bought like a big tray of chicken chicken thighs, and we're gonna make those tomorrow. But it's literally just like salt, pepper, seasoning, and you put them in there for like 20 minutes and they're done and they're perfect. Mm. I cannot believe how well it cooks things. Yeah, seriously, like the air fryer. I'm not saying it's completely replacing the oven because there are some things that are just too big yeah. for the air fryer. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, like, like I wonder how yield oven and big oven is now because these air fryers for a lot of things i mean they're just so much better and efficient yeah um i also reheated pizza in there okay and it came out perfect crispy you know it's it was delicious so 
everything we've made has been awesome. The recipes have worked, and people have been sending me recipes on Twitter nice. when I tweeted the photo of my new air fryer. Um, but yeah, Rick, if you're looking to upgrade, mm-hmm. that uh, that 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 um, Instant Pot brand one is is I think it was ninety nine bucks. Really? Yeah, Target for that six quart uh, air fryer. It's great. Instant Pot. And we love so we went with that brand because we have an Instant Pot, which mm-hmm. is also great. Um, and it works fantastic. We were like, well, let's get the brand we know and trust. And it sure. had like, we we looked on Amazon to see how the reviews were and the price compare. Mm-hmm. There were like 13,000 reviews and it was four and a half stars. So I'm like, oh, yeah, that's okay. good then. That's a You're safe good. buy. So, mm-hmm. uh, and it's wonderful. I'm so happy I have an air fryer in my life. It's. <laughs> I told you, man. It's like when you have a kid, it's like, well, now the rest of your life begins. Same sure. thing. It's It's almost identical. I said to Addy, like, I was almost as happy when you were born as I am that I have this air fryer. <laughs> and that should make you feel good because I'm really happy right now. <laughs> now, we got to talk to uh, Eric Vates from Mazda of Orland Park and see if the mm-hmm. new models of Mazdas can come with an onboard air fryer. Oh, that'd be wonderful. See, now, <laughs> how clutch would that be? You could just pull up to McDonald's and be like, you know what? Don't even cook it. Mm-hmm. Just here, just hold I your got bu- you. Just put your bucket out the window <laughs> and then just plug it in. Boom, nice and fresh right there in the Mazda. But I am uh, I am now 10 days or seven days closer from last time we spoke mm-hmm. to my car arriving. And we're, everyone's still dealing with um, supply chain and all those sort of things. So sure. we're looking at like late May for my car to arrive. But oh, okay. it's going to be exactly what I want it to be, which is that navy blue CX-30. I cannot wait. It's on the way. It's like I'm just like visualizing the production of my car happening. It's very exciting. They're putting like two parts on a day. <laughs> yeah, like and a button for the radio. Um, <laughs> but it's just I can't wait. It's been a long time since I bought a new car. And uh, like I've always said, the only place I'll ever buy a car from is Mazda of Rowan Park. And you should, too. Mm-hmm. Go visit them. 8910 West 159th Street, 708-444-3200. Give Eric a call and he'll get you started on your. They've got stuff on the lot, too, if you want to go and select. But I wanted specifically this specific build so i just custom ordered it and i knew i'd have to wait a little bit but that's fine i'm willing to wait my car the ford is still running ish yeah <laughs> so, it, it'll, it'll get you by i just love that you went <laughs> you gave the the double hand but yeah the not quite the yeah i watched wrestlemania last night i'm in the that, that fair <laughs> that, that's fair yeah. it was it was just funny but there's few things better than and mind you the anxiety level goes down significantly uh at mazda of orland park but you know when anybody's buying a new car the the anxiety yeah when you're getting it of just like oh god am i setting myself up for failure money wise blah 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 all the stuff is this really the right car for me all that after you get over that and you're like sitting in the car and you're driving it home and it's you great get the smell yeah. it's a great feeling it's a great smell and the car the new car smell yeah. stays longer than than you would think which is great first thing i do though is i go to a drive-thru and dump french fries under the driver's seat <laughs> just so i, I feel was, at home it's like a dog I, marking his territory <laughs> i was so I, <laughs> I was so good for a while with my new with my car when i got it and then after a while i'm like i need to go here i'm hungry screw it yeah and I'm gonna i try just it. i just gotta i just gotta be better you know what i gotta be better about is there's like a place on my way to work um I think it's in Villa Park where it's just like one of those a free vacuum. Yeah. Like $3 car wash, free vacuum type things. And just being diligent about that. Right. 
Yep, that's that's how it is. And I remember when I first got my my 2015 Mazda, I was an Uber driver. So I was like, because I needed a second job because I worked at the score. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, full-time job, need a second one. Um, right. So I had to keep the car clean. Yeah. And since no one's asking, I have two jobs. Interesting. At least. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Well, you actually, well, this you write for four for four. Mm-hmm. You've got this job. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also do Bulls post game. Yeah. Which would count as a fourth job. Yeah. So you can pay your bills. Mm-hmm. Bootstraps, Rick. Use them. Pull yourself up by them, you lazy <laughs> yeah. ass millennial. Right. These millennials exactly. don't want to work except the four jobs Rick has to get by. Yep. Cool. Pretty much. Cool business plan you got there. Anyway, <laughs> go visit Eric at Mazda of Orland Park and MazdaOfOrlandPark.com. Tell them the I'm Fat podcast sent you. Go get a free pap while your car is getting serviced. Ooh, that's if that if you needed any more selling points, <laughs> that's one There's for free you. paps in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was close to buying that uh that fully loaded white CX thirty. And I'm yeah. like, A, I don't need it fully loaded. And B be white. Yeah. My buddy Brian yeah. yelled at me like, What's wrong with a white car? I go, I don't know. I'm yeah. a big fat guy. You look good in your yeah. white car because you're skinny and handsome. Yeah, I had a I had a white car, but and I forget if we've gone over this, so forgive me if we have. But like when I had a white car, it was like it wasn't white or like a pearly white. It was like I think it was called like eggshell white. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a little a little more subtle as far as white shades of white go. Yeah. So I was able to deal with it. But it was a car that I liked and it was used and I didn't have much of a choice. So I was like, let's do it. All right. Rick, All you right. sent me some delightful photos this week. I did. Some of food. <laughs> yes. Yes. Some were TikToks. Some were thick talks. Yes. Some were food. Yes. So yesterday I went to a place that I've I believe we've spoken about on the podcast, or if not, even this week, my what kind of like pushed me to go a little bit more was um the executive producer of the morning show of, M- of Molly and Haw, Dustin Rhodes, was like, Hey, have you been to this place? I know it's in Lombard now. Um, you know. Because he's he's on a diet at the moment because, mm-hmm. you know, sponsorships and stuff is <laughs> being paid to do so. <laughs> yes, exactly. F- like, yes. fair enough. And if that's the case, then got you. So he he wanted to live vicariously through me as uh, I was like, sure, I'll go to bat 17 in Lombard. And for those that live up by Evanston, probably know of bat 17 because that's where it originated. But this is a new location in Lombard. So went by myself yesterday afternoon that sensation that I'm getting used to of going places by myself and being comfortable about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm going to like kind of do this upright. Get, get me an appetizer. See, see where that goes, see how big it is. I'll make my decision from there on my meal and then I'll get, I'll get a dessert maybe to go. Oh, did I make good decisions? <laughs> Let me tell you. So I looked at their spot. I was like, do I, there was something really intriguing for an appetizer special that I was like, do I get something off the standard menu? So that way it's a barometer for stuff. That's always going to be there for people listening to this. And then I was selfish and said, no, this looks yummy. I'm going to get it. <laughs> nice. And it was uh, Mac and cheese squares. So these are squares that are not like super thin. Like if you think of um, like the cheese triangles at like Giordano's or something. Yes thicker than that oh this is oh this was i'm trying to think of something to compare it to uh but 
I mean, there was like when I cut it open, there was like three, four layers of macaroni in there. Oh my! So this this thing was significant. So it's almost like a like a height. mac and cheese lasagna. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like not not quite that tall. It's like kind of between. All right. In between height wise, but the really just real crispy shell and then the key. The thing that made it so good, they put arugula on top. So, mm. you know, there was, but it made it decorative, a salad. Decorative, yep. Yeah, made it a salad. Right. How I, and, and I, there was even like one or two pieces of the arugula that accidentally made it onto a bite. And I understand Ugh. why people who would like arugula would like it because maybe it cuts through some of like the, you know, the, the fat and the sweet and whatever. But a sweet tomatillo sauce. Oh, oh, interesting. I, I would have never thought yeah. to do that. But I, because I asked specifically when they asked, you know, how, you know, how is it? And I was like, fantastic, because she caught me between bites. So she had like three tenths of a second to do that. Yeah. And I asked, I was like, what, you know, what's the sauce? Because like, I couldn't, I couldn't place it. And it was, it's not like a super thick sauce or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And it almost had like a, see, this is how my brain thinks. So this is probably doing it short shrift. But like, I was like, this tastes like a really, really good, like a salad dressing type thing where it's almost like that consistency sure. style. Okay. Yeah. Like a oil, like an oil based kind of a thing. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. So a, li a little, maybe just a hair thicker than like an Italian dressing or something like that. But getting that on every bite, it was phenomenal. That sounds good. So we're talking about like elevated bar food is the yes. idea right okay yeah okay yeah there's they've got a little bit of everything because they have some of your standard appetizers but then they also like they have wings um like they've got a bunch of stuff like they've got actually i'm gonna look it up because i didn't bring up the menu to start because that would have been smart yeah yeah yes it would have <laughs> well, so i'm by the way, the I'm Fat mm -hmm. map has been updated. Yes. Uh, everything we talk about on this episode, everything we talked on mm -hmm. in the last two or three um, has been added, including Rick, last week you talked about Corridor. Yes. Um, I talked about a couple of places like Rinaldi's last week. So mm -hmm. all those places and the places mentioned here are on the yes. I'm Fat map. You can find the I'm Fat map in our social media bios. It's very handy. A lot of people, including Remlin Grimace, has been leaning heavily on the I'm Fat map, and we appreciate yes. it. And the more you lean on it, the more heavily you will. <laughs> Yes. So, okay. So just to give a, an, an idea of the types of food they've got, and it's all like, like you mentioned, elevated to a point appetizers, a whole thing of six different types of sliders, oh, burgers, wow. turkey sliders. sandwiches, corned beef slash pastrami sandwiches, oh, damn. chicken sandwiches, beef sandwiches, pork sandwiches, fish, vegetarian fare, no soup, salads, <laughs> vegan options. Soup's okay. So, yeah, soup's okay, but it dip was your sandwich in it. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. I'll use a soup. <laughs> but I got, and this this was the special was the uh, so I don't know how long it's there for if it's daily special, weekly, whatever. Either way, though, if those mac and cheese squares are any indication of the rest of these, the food, it is spectacular. All right, so make sure to try that. Then, and I asked when I was ordering my regular food, like, cause I hadn't seen the, the size of the squares yet. I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm stuck between like a corned beef or pastrami sandwich and a burger. Mm -hmm. And she's like, those squares are actually pretty big. So I recommend you go with the sandwich. It's a little bit smaller. Okay. Twist my arm. <laughs> so I got a, they call it the double, the double deuce, mm. which it has not hit home yet. 
uh, has, <laughs> has not lived up to the billing yet. But it will. I'm confident that it will at some point. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Hopefully it will. not mid podcast. No. Uh, corned beef, pastrami, Swiss, oh my Munster, God. hot, and now mind you, this might lose you. Hot and regular mustard, and it's, okay. it's on and it's on pumpernickel. And that's and they like grill. You get a little bit like just light grill marks on the bread too. Okay. It yeah. was, that's a really good sand. I mean, like, it, you know, it's kind of hard to mess up a corned beef and pastrami sandwich. They did not mess it up. It was really damn good. Like, hey, getting those grill marks on the bread just added that extra touch to it. Yeah. That was phenomenal. The mix of the two, of the Swiss and the Munster worked really well. I got tots instead of fries. Oh, it's, it's classic upgrade. Yes, exactly. So it was like it, it was a really good meal. I gotta air fry some tots. I can start making a list yeah, oh, of stuff to air fry. <laughs> dude, tots! Oh my god, yes, you have to air fry. Could you imagine just like, yes, yeah, okay, add those to the list. That sounds then, good. You, by, you, by the way, huh. are in a you are in a hmm. prime suburban area for food. You've I, got I a really lot of awesome stuff around you. Yes. Yeah. I just have to take advantage of it more often instead of like shutting my brain down and being like, I'm going to go to one of the five places I always go to. Yeah. Well, this is me by the new work. It's like, mm -hmm. I think part of it is the weather's not been good. Yeah. So I don't want to walk around and explore. I just want to get sure. something I know is there. And, and I'm usually kind of getting there like right before the game starts. So I don't have a ton of time to explore. Mm -hmm. But there is a lot of good stuff there. We went to that Rinaldi's again. I took Hope and Eddie there. Um, because I was going to work, and then they had tickets to see the play six. Hope won the lottery to see the play six, okay. which is a musical about Henry VIII's wives, but it's like an American Idol competition. It's cool. Interesting. She won front row seats in the oh, lottery, wow. so her her and Addie got to sit front row for that. So, but uh, Renali's Addie Addie's official review of Renali's was these tendies are bomb. <laughs> so. There you go. There's a, there's your 11-year-old review of Renali. Nice. She loved it. Um, yeah. So, by the way, one more thing I want to say. I, I've been sure. recently having Wendy's breakfast. Yes. It's over. Wendy's is the fast food breakfast champion. Wow. It, I mean, it's it's done. It's over. They. I love McDonald's breakfast. Mm -hmm. Wendy's breakfast is twice as good as McDonald's breakfast. It is fantastic. The bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit mm -hmm. at Wendy's is so good and so amazing. I can't imagine a better one, even though I've not air fried one yet. And <laughs> their breakfast potato wedges, mm -hmm. oh, my God. They are so good. So if you can find a Wendy's that has a, agreed to do breakfast that day, yeah. which is the problem, which is why they're not getting the notoriety for the breakfast because they're like choosing to not be open sometimes. Mm -hmm. Just be open and have breakfast, and then you will win the breakfast wars. It is so damn good. But that was not even on my conversational map today. I was going to say, uh, by the way, one last thing from Bat Oh, sorry. Should I do the uh, should I do the test that I did with you <laughs> on the brownie? Yes. Yes. So I, I got I saw a guy that was next to me. So where I sat was actually almost like a diner style bar, but like, you know, classier looking. So I this guy got a, a s'more brownie to go. Mm. So here a little higher I'm, there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. That's melted marshmallow on top. Oh, damn. Yeah. Also, this thing is thick. <laughs> so that is a thick brownie and a dense brownie. And I, 
I gave Jay the uh, indication. Now, you won't be able to see it, but you should be able to hear it of here's what it sounds like when I drop the brownie onto the desk. (laughs) That was a massive thud. Yes. And that wasn't even a good landing because it didn't (laughs) land flat. Like, that's it. You see, the great thing about that is you don't have to see it because that sounded like, okay, that's a thick ass brownie. Yes. (laughs) And so I had part of it and having that melted marshmallow on top is absolutely wonderful. Yeah. But that thing could also double as a doorstop if you need. Yeah, that is a large ass. I can like feel the weight of that. I'm saying like, yeah, probably about the weight of a cell phone. Um, I'm trying. I got my phone in my hand. I'm kind of like doing the. It's heavier than my cell phone. Okay, well, well, I have more contacts than you, so my phone's that's heavier. true. <laughs> I did, isn't that how it works? Yeah, I think that's how it works. Uh, more, I have yeah. fatter contacts, which knowing so, the Zawaski family, yes, probably. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, bad seventeen address for those people scoring at home. Yep. Keeping score at home, twenty seven seventy South Highland Avenue. That's Suite one hundred two. So it's across the across Highland from. Uh, the Yorktown mall it's right by the patio it's in a strip mall so like you could literally you could buy oh, a mattress is. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah you could like buy a mattress at whichever mattress shop is there so afterwards you can <laughs> fall asleep take your pick yes and so <laughs> in this stretch right next to each other is bat 17 burrito paradia which is a million of those now uh donut experiment ah and Billy Bricks Pizza, damn! All like boom, 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 boom around the uh, around the corner of that strip mall. Okay, and then you have and then you have the patio casting a shadow on it. And the patio is great too. Yep. The, yeah, like the man, the brisket sandwich there, and the, uh, like brisket sandwich and onion rings from there. Yeah, patio is yeah. great. Wow. All right. Well, that's fantastic. Once and again, and if you like, and if you like sushi and ramen. Not necessarily my gig, but there's a sushi place that's been there for quite a few years now and a ramen place that's opening up in the same complex. Ramen is my next adventure. Okay. Because remember at Prudential, there was like the Marketplace Creations. Is that what it was called? Yes. It was just like your very basic cafeteria work, like hot bar, Mm -hmm. go get what you want. But they had a ramen chef that was absolutely fantastic. It was like, I don't know if he like lost work or something, but they hired him to make ramen. And it was like, everyone said, this is the best ramen you'll ever have. And I used to get it all the time and it was so good. And I've kind of been chasing that ever since. There's a place right by uh, CHGO Studios, a ramen place I'm going to try this week. I just like, I'm kind of like, I don't really know what to order. Yeah. Because with him, I would just be like, I want that, that I could kind of like all the cart my ramen. Yeah. You need someone to hold your hand through it the first time. I don't love the taste of of the seaweed. I know that's in a lot of stuff. Yeah. I don't whatever that taste is. I don't love that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've I've gotten to the point where you. I was going to say this when you mentioned the mustard on the sandwich at Bat Seventeen. Um, I'm kind of just accepting things as they're made now. Okay. Because I told you, 2022 is the year of yes for me. I'm just going to try yes. stuff, and it's not going to kill me. And maybe I'll right. find something I really like. Now um, you realize Jim Carrey already made that movie, so you're not going to get to have that angle. Well, everything's being remade now. This is, this is so true. I just saw the, there's no new thoughts ever. Right. They're remaking The Crow. Can they you are? leave my teenage years alone? 
stop. Just it doesn't need to be remade. It's already really good. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I actually don't know if it holds up. But I what when that movie came out, The Crow, it was I was the yeah. perfect age. Like this movie understands my darkness. Yeah, <laughs> like, Jay, you live in Oklahoma. Shut up. Right. <laughs> like you know. But did, it was a very meaningful I, movie for me. Did I do the Lion King thing last week? Um, I don't know. It's um, not ringing a bell, but I'm okay. Old. So. I forget who put it on Twitter, and I hate whoever did so. Lion King being released is now closer in time to the moon landing than now. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you didn't do that. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't either. I don't like that <laughs> at all. Like that at all. I don't like that <laughs> at all. No. Oh. Yep. Yikes. All right, well, we need a palate cleanser after that. So yes. um, spring break this week which means lots of adventures because I feel bad because Addie, the weather sucked. It was rainy, it was cold, yeah. it was horrible, so she didn't get to do anything fun. So um, met, so she hung out with you. Yeah, well, after work, her and Hope and then Micah and his family came and met me in the city, and we went to Kong Dog, K-O-N-G-D-O-G dot U-S, if you want to look at their website. Kong Dog is a corn dog specialty shop. Oh, okay. So you have three options. You can do a traditional, they call it a beef sausage corn dog. So it's like a spicy smoked dog. It's not like a standard Vienna or whatever. Okay. You can do just mozzarella instead of a hot dog. Or you can do a half and half where they stick half of a sausage and half of a mozzarella and then put whatever you want around it. Okay. Yes. So I had... Three. Um, <laughs> I had the original Kong dog, which was, um, it's just like cinnamon and sugar and then like a typical corn, right? Okay. Um, so fantastic. Really good. Mm-hmm. I got that all sausage. Okay. Then I got the raw, uh, no, I'm sorry. I got the uh, hot Cheeto Kong dog. Okay. This to me was the half and half. So this was sprinkled hot Cheeto crumbs. With a spicy mayo sauce, which I got on the side, not on top, in case I didn't like it, but it was okay. That was really good. Then I got the spaghetti Kong dog. The spaghetti oh. Kong dog. I got all mozzarella okay. inside. Mm-hmm. And then it's basically a ramen breading. Interesting. And then it's sprinkled with Parmesan and marinara. And if oh, you wow. go to the I'm Fat Podcast TikTok... You'll see me taking a bite of the spaghetti Kong dog and just like the eyes rolling in the back of my head. They also have sweet chili Dorito Kong dogs. You are burying the lead. <laughs> what am I burying? Oh, the churro one? Yes. I hope got that one. And oh, it was fan freaking fantastic. Yes. You really need to visit this website to get the full effect so you can see them. I know Mike is going to put some pictures up on the YouTube page to youtube.com slash I'm fat podcast. Um, but you've got to see these things to believe them. They're just unfricking real. I mean, I've already got a hit list just scrolling down the, the menu here. I mean, good. You should meet Lord. me here one day after work. Yes. This is not far from my, and there's street parking. So you and I can meet. I, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I'll meet you down there someday this week or next, and we'll nice. we'll, we'll we'll hook up for lunch. Oh um, but God. the churro Kong dog, which you mentioned, the sweet potato Kong dog, mm-hmm. the potato, which a lot of people got and loved, um, which is basically like 
it's fried potatoes. So it's basically like little chunks of French fry on a corn dog. Yeah, it's basically like getting a burger and a dog or uh, fries and a dog. Right. Uh, there's the rainbow, which is coated with fruity rice puffs, which I think is Captain Crunch. Okay. Um, I already mentioned the spaghetti. And then the injolmi. I don't know how to say that. Injolmi is a roast yellow bean powder. Condensed okay, cool. milk sprinkled of injolmi powder. I don't know what that is. Um, I don't either. But yeah, the... Uh, Oh, my God. Oh, I didn't know they also have um, chicken sausage, and they also have a half beef, half cheddar stick. I didn't know they had cheddar. So, well, when we go back, I'll have some new stuff to try. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And I'm looking at the, the drink menu, too. looks pretty solid. Oh, yeah. They, I had didn't, a, they didn't just yada, yada, yada that. I had a blueberry lemonade from there. Nice. Uh, that was delicious. Addie got the, um, the bubble tea, but mm-hmm. was not expecting it to taste like tea. So she didn't oh, love it, okay. but me and Hope finished it for her, and it was really good. Uh, really interesting place. It was really... It, I, I don't think it's a place I would go to all the time. Sure. But for, like, if you want to take somebody and be like, look at this place. The, and the food is terrific. Mm-hmm. But I had three, and I did not have dinner. I was, oh, like, okay. so beyond full. I think, like, late at night, I might have had, like, a jar, like a can of spaghetti. It was just to take the edge off, but... um. To take the edge off. Yeah. Kong Dog was fantastic. <laughs> Kongdog.us is the website. Um, they've got multiple locations. I went to the one on Taylor Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, the address there, I have it, but my phone locked. It is 1424 West Taylor Street. So, yeah, okay. ch- check out the TikTok of me taking a bite of that spaghetti Kong Dog. And just, oh, <laughs> just the look on my face <laughs> tells you all you need to know. It was fantastic. Okay, so... I found this article a couple hours ago, honestly. Yeah. Even though it's like a a week old of why the food titled, and this is from eater.com, why the food in Pixar's Turning Red looks so good. I'll also be perfectly honest that I had not even heard of Turning Red. Addy watches it all the time. So is it actually a good movie or is this just one of those a movie Addy really likes that you got to go through? No, it's really good. It's I mean, it's it's Pixar, so you know it's good. Yeah. Uh, a lot about the relationship between uh, a daughter and her mother, which is very important right now in Addie's life because yeah. she's about to hit the teen years or it's going to get rocky. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's good for parents to watch with their kids too, right? Like give them some space, that sort of thing. It's also yeah. um, an Asian family, so mm-hmm. like the strict, the very strict rules. And it, it's, it's really, really good. I, I sort of was in the room while it was on. A couple times I haven't sat down yeah. and like consumed the entire thing, but Eddie's watched it four or five times and, and really likes it. So, but yeah, go, with the article you mentioned and it made me actually turn the scene on that was mentioned in this. Yeah. And I hadn't seen the scene either. So for me, watching it uh, gave great context to it. Of so the thought of basically like what's the thought process here with the food? How realistic versus not? And just the thought of one, how much thought went into it, how many people they consulted about it. And also just the thought of chunky cute. Chunky cute. It was the, it was the main overarching thing mm-hmm. of, and mind you, I, I don't even know what the meal is necessarily, but like it looks delicious. And just, yeah, it's like a 25 second scene of making the food. And it is, if, like if Pixar could make food porn, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much as close as it could be because it's it's really wonderful. And I love how they like went into the thought process of how to how they wanted to attack the food in and of itself. 
Yeah, what I thought was interesting about the story too, and we'll post it on our, our Twitter account, mm-hmm. is how animators hate making food. It's a really difficult thing to make look good and look realistic. Um, and the the method they use, so yeah, you mentioned it. The scene is only like 25 seconds, and I think it's maybe like 15, 20 minutes into the movie. It's right in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But they're preparing dinner. So the father is making bao. So they show the da- mother and daughter are, are making the bow for him to, to then boil. Yeah. Um, and they ho- he holds one up with chopsticks. And you can see like the texture of the dough with also like the powder mm-hmm. with the flour on it. And it, yes. it looks real. It looks like you could reach out and grab it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's fantastic. And they chop lettuce and there's like moisture on the lettuce that makes it look really fresh. And light comes through it perfectly. And they sprinkle salt and it like sparkles. It's just yeah. the animation of it was beautiful. And I think it was really kind of um, showing the importance that that meant to the family to kind yeah, of like I, romanticize it a little bit. But yeah, it, it like, was cool. It, it's funny that you mentioned that because, you know, it almost it's not like on the same level, but it gave the same vibe in terms of the importance of the food itself to the scene we always rec- we always talk about, which is the prison scene in Goodfellas, yes. where it's like, yes, like there's people and other stuff going on and like in the goodfellas scene yeah like henry hill's talking but the focus is the food and what that food means for their group at that point in time when they're you know dealing with their elevated version of being in prison like it's kind of the same thing here where for so many families it feels like even more now and maybe it's because of the pandemic or because of the proliferation of food related shows that making food either with your family or with your significant other or whatever it just like has taken on a greater meaning and this just felt like it really kind of captured it that's a really good way to put it and i think you're right about that because there has been i mean just look around at the people who during the pandemic have picked up like bread making or making coffee at home or whatever people have had to do to adapt and stay i don't know if motivated is the right word but stay inspired Mm -hmm. you know when things are starting to get back to normal a little bit. Right. Uh, but yeah. for a long time there, it was like, well, we got to do everything at home. We're working from home. Everything's from home. So let's find a way to keep it interesting. And people picked right. up these new hobbies and cooking was among them. And I think this, the scene really did a good job of representing the importance of the food to the family in that moment and in their home and the whole thing. And it was just, it was really, again, 25 seconds of yeah. a movie, but it just, it's the same thing as Goodfellas. That scene was yeah. really short. Yeah. Where he's got the razor blade chopping the garlic, but it's mm-hmm. something that everyone, it's one of the most memorable movie scenes because you can almost taste the scene, you know, yes. like, oh, I wish I was there. I wish I could, the, I wish I could be sm- in prison with those monsters. And the smell mobsters. of the steak. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like it smelled up something awful, but he made a great steak. Yeah. It's just, uh, it, yeah, it's, it's amazing how, you know, I, we talk, we joke all the time, but like food is like such a connective tissue for everybody. Yeah. That's why family reunions and barbecues are they're full of food. That's mm-hmm. like the the focal point that brings everybody together around it and it's yep. you know, everyone all... has the ant that makes that thing that yes. even if you may not like for some in some instances uh you may not even like want to see the person that much but hey you'll <laughs> deal with the person to get the food. Well, now like the initial thing that comes to mind for me is one of my aunts and I and I legitimately love her to death. My aunt Ginny is fantastic but like She's the one that makes the, the double baked potatoes. Yep. That's right. That, that's 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 her thing. And that is they're so damn good. 
So that's my aunt yeah. Joe with the punch keys. My yeah. aunt Joe and uncle Fran make the punch keys every year mm-hmm. and pandemic or not, we make it happen. Yeah. Right. Like people were just going in there with masks. You would have them on the table, like walk in and grab your order. Mm-hmm. They made, what'd she say? I don't want to over or undersell it, but I want to say 6,700 punch keys this year. Holy crap. Yeah. I think something like that. Oh my God. And you know, God. hers are small, but yeah. Everyone orders a couple dozen and a couple dozen people come and there you go, you know? So it's, it is her thing. And it's, and it, it, it every year on Punchki Day, she yeah. sees everybody. Yep. And that is why she does it. It is her way of, <laughs> and it's funny because she's like, I get to see everybody. They come in and they leave. <laughs> it's a perfect amount. You know, it's great. Hey, Aunt Joe, how's it going? How's it, you know? Everything okay? Mm-hmm. I, you know, thanks for doing this. Yeah, good to see you. Yep. All right, see you next next shift. Come, That's you know what great. I mean? It's it's great. Yeah. It's per- and it that is what keeps her happy. Mm-hmm. So it's great. Those things are wonderful. All right, before we move on to the Ask a Fat segment, want to mention a new place that just opened uh, a week ago, Friday. Okay, Maria's Tamales on one twenty two forty six South Harlem, so one hundred twenty second Harlem. Right next to Those Guys Bakeries, which is one of my absolute favorites. Um, open Friday, family owned. I went in there like maybe Wednesday. So they've been open for less than a week. Okay. Got a burrito, got a tamale. They serve chips and salsa. Fantastic. Like really, really good within their first week of being open. Hmm. That's a really solid sign. Yeah. When a place is, is good and functioning and the food is hot and fresh. Incorrect. I had like a four-year-old girl bring me my chips and salsa. It was adorable. <laughs> she was just helping her mom who was the... So the waitress was the daughter of the owner, Maria. Okay. And then her daughter was there helping her. So she comes to my table with the chips and salsa. Like, here you go. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, have you been doing this a long time? You know, I had to dad yeah, joke her. Right. But she got yeah. a kick out of it. Uh, nice. It was fun. It was fun. But the place was great. Uh, mm-hmm. Always good to support new business. Uh, Maria's, ta- Maria's Tacos. And it's got another name. And I don't know how to say this. And I... I Okay. I hesitate because I don't want to. I think Butcher it's it. Champarado. So Champarado is like a Mexican hot chocolate drink. Okay. So that is the official name of the place. Maria's Tacos and Champarado. Okay. Uh, so next time I go, I'm going to have to try one. If you've ever had the Abuelita hot mm-hmm. chocolate pucks. Okay. Where you there, you've seen them. They come in like a yellow cardboard box and it's got an old lady sipping hot yeah. chocolate and in the package is hockey puck sized pieces of chocolate and you mm-hmm. melt those in milk and then you have hot chocolate right this is what that is uh but this is a homemade version of it and i cannot wait to try it it was happened to be yeah. warm the day i went so i didn't get one yeah. um but check them out on 122nd in harlem uh, right next to those guys that's a that if you're looking for an i'm i'm fat map stop a murderer's row go to maria's and then go to those guys and get a chocolate donut and you will be very very happy now did you get to meet maria she was not there at that moment because it was like two o'clock on a weekday oh so you didn't get to meet a girl named maria damn it rick (laughs) all right you thought you were getting through this whole thing didn't you no (laughs) no honestly i did not no i did not (laughs) all right let's ask the fats all right Bless me, Father, for I've sinned. It's been one week since my last confession. Okay, my son. What is your confession? I'm fat. Ask a Fat is brought to you by our buddy, Charlie the Bacon Guy. Hit us up, I'mFatPod at gmail.com, 
or on the fat phone, 708-858-3314. Here's Charlie with this week's Bacon Report. Thanks, Jay. This week we have maple pepper, rosemary pepper garlic, buffalo and ranch bacons. The jalapeno garlic and the stout bacon are sold out. For bacon jams, we have the original, the bourbon, and the apple butter. We always have the t-shirts, hockey jerseys, stickers, and winter hats. Thanks for everybody who reached out in the last week. My resume is updated and ready to send out. Shipping is still an ongoing question at the moment. I should have it figured out by the middle of this week, but there are going to be changes coming to that procedure. Stay tuned for more. For the Bacon Report, I'm Charlie the Bacon Guy. Oh, man, the jalapeno garlic is sold out. I missed it. You ass. You blew it. I did blow it. And that that uh, stout bacon, too. Yeah. I should have gotten on that. I'm lazy and stupid. Oh, well. Order some bacon from Charlie. Very easy to do. Charlie the Bacon Guy at gmail.com. Charlie the Bacon Guy on Instagram at CZ the Bacon Guy on Twitter. He's located in Woodridge. And while he's working out, the shipping situation, if you live in those areas, you can meet him halfway. If you're really close, he'd probably even deliver to you. So get in touch and figure it out. Uh, Charlie will make it happen for you. Uh, we appreciate a bunch of people jumping up and supporting uh, Charlie after he was fired by Schmaltz. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I said this last week, but angrily, Addie went on all of my social media accounts and unfollowed Schmaltz. <laughs> she was very pissed on Charlie's behalf. Yeah. So if you're looking for someone to fight for you, Addie's got your back. I was very proud of her. I'm like, that's a little unnecessary, but I appreciate the fact that you're that upset about someone you've met twice and yes. uh, that you care that much. So that's a good thing. Um, so again, email us. I'm fatpot at gmail.com. Leave the fat mm-hmm. phone 708-858-3314. No voicemails this week. So we just have a handful of emails to get to. All right. First one from Michael. Heard Rick mention that he tried to steal sour last week, and I'm still hoping that I'm getting that pronunciation right. It's distill. Distill. Or distill. Like a distiller. Yeah, don't mind me. I'm just an idiot. (laughs) They're a brewery from Bloomington Normal that has started making their way into Chicago restaurants and liquor stores. They have tons of great sours and an awesome beer hall right off of 55 with great food if you're ever passing through. All right. That's Michael. I need to try that. I looked for that when you told me about the Flanders, the cherry sour. Yeah. I could not find it at a couple places, but I was I was in Mokina when I was looking, so I, I didn't expect it to be out that far. Gotcha. Uh, I got to try Butch's by us here. Um, but I did get the 312. Have you seen 312 came out with their own lemonade shandy? Yes. I came out. I have had that. Okay. I got Well, now there's a variety pack that has grapefruit lemonade and raspberry oh. lemonade. Ooh, the uh, raspberry. I'm a sucker for raspberry. I know so. you are. So yes. the jewels had it, and they also had a coupon that if you bought that, you'd get $4 off a pack of Vienna beef hot dogs. Okay. So there you go. I like the thought process. Yeah, which I would think would basically make a pack of Vienna hot dogs free. Mm-hmm. It can't be much more than 4 bucks. It can't be much more, now. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this one's from Erin. She says, have either of you ever been to Crumble Cookies? Expensive, yes, but the portions are huge, and I haven't been disappointed yet. I think their marketing strategy of new flavors weekly is genius. Makes you feel like you have to go so you don't miss out on a new flavor. Also, going to need more northern suburb content for the pod and food map. That's from Aaron from Lake Zurich. Yeah, I we just don't there. live there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I, I don't, don't have just, any reasons to go up there like consistently. Either. Yeah, I do have with the new job. I've got some weekdays off um, and like in the summer, there'll be days where I'm working from home. So I will have some time to just kind of explore more than usual. Mm-hmm. So I will make sure I get up there. I know we're going to go to Ravinia at least a couple times. 
But we've oh, got our so favorites up there. We've got um, Once Upon a Bagel is a place we love. We mm-hmm. go there all the time. Uh, there's a few up there, but you're right. Yeah. We got to be better. And look, if you've got a you place do. you love, send them along and we'll try them. Right. Trombone Shorty is going to be at Ravinia in late June, so I will be going. Well, Willie Nelson is not scheduled to be there, and he's he's doing his Outlaw Music Fest, so I got to find a way to get to that. But the Black yeah. Crows are coming, mm-hmm. and they're doing like the entire Shake Your Money Maker album. Oh, which okay. is hell yes! I'm going to go see that. By the way, Crumble Cookies. I have not been, but I have had well, it. We have had yes, and they're really really good. There's one coming to Mokina. So if oh, you're in, okay. the, in the Southwest Burbs, there's one coming your way. But yeah, Crumble is good. We did try to go to the Naperville once, one the Naperville one once, but there was like mm-hmm. a line around the block and it was raining. Ah. So we're like, eh, we'll get it yeah. next time. Yeah, that was that's a hat tip to our uh, our unpaid producer Russ Schneider for when we were at uh, Fall Fest. Yep, he brought us the basically the Star Crunch, whatever they're calling the homemade Star Crunch. Yes, and let me tell you, when I was gonna go. And I saw it wasn't there because, as Aaron mentioned, they, they're smart and they keep rotating things through. I was disappointed. So I'm, I still need to actually go there for the first time. But, but like that was that was next level. Yeah, it was insane. It was like a giant, better homemade Star Crunch. Yes. Yeah. All right. This one from Tim. Hey, Fats. This question came up last night between my wife and I enjoying our Culver's dinner. What is the equivalent for a cheese curd and French fry trade? I said one curd equals at least two fries. She argued it's an even one for one. Oh, hell no. What? Yeah. What is the true answer? <laughs> or do I just tell her to order her own damn cheese curds if she wanted some? No. Thanks, guys, and have a fantastic day. It is not a one for one. It's not a one for and one. And she knows that, too, by the way. Right. That's, that's some bargaining bullcrap. Next time it's flipped, try that trade and see what happens. Mm-hmm. I would say four. Whoa. Four, four fries for, for one cheese I want to be able to reach into your fry bag and grab a pinch worth Okay. Which is around four mm-hmm. for a curd. That is an even trade to me. And we're saying an, uh, not one of the like little mini curds that get like, like no, a standard a size curd. No, 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 no micro curds. I want a full ass size curd. That's four yeah, fries. I, yeah. See, I was thinking like three. So we, we hit the gamut there. I was, we'll set it at three and a half. All right. <laughs> my so, guess. So, my guess is it'll end up being under. Yeah, probably. Because, you know, yeah, I'm not even going to say what, no, I'm I, know what say. You mean. I know yeah. what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. All right. Well, most important thing, everybody. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, first of all, thanks for listening. Second yes. of all, remember, start voting today, Monday, April 4th at 11 a.m. You've got two days to vote, though, 48 hours. Uh, it's burritos. It's air fryers to join the onion ring of honor. It is a huge honor mm-hmm. for either of those. They are both worthy additions to the onion ring of honor. So we're excited Make sure you get those votes in. The more votes, the, the more clear of a picture we'll have on who deserves to be in there. Yep. So get those votes in. So make sure to follow us on all of our social media, not just Twitter, where that voting is happening, at I'm Fat Pod, I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com, Patreon, T Public, uh, the YouTube page, subscribe to that, youtube.com slash I'm Fat Podcast. And re- for the regular podcast, if you have not already, where have you been? Also, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Help us juke the numbers. Let's boost ourselves up in ye olde rankings 
And check out our sponsors, Charlie the Baking Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, and Fredo's Culinary Kitchen. So for Jay, I'm Rick, and this is the I'm Fat Podcast. All right, I think we got a lot accomplished here today.